Everybody, welcome back to the Hello, Castro Files. How are you doing, honey? I'm great. How are you? Awesome. Good. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight or today, today. or this morning or whenever it is for you. You know, just yeah. thanks for joining thanks us. Thanks for joining. First and foremost, go out, check us out on iTunes, Spotify. Give us a like, subscribe. Go out, like, and subscribe to the YouTube video if yeah. you don't mind. That would be great. Set yep. the little bell so you get the, the notifications. reminder and give us a thumbs up yeah 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 on top of that go out check out minor league studios we can find all of our good stuff some shirts Schwag. we're gonna be updating it pretty quick here yes making some notes or making some changes adding some cool stuff so cool. go check out that all right with that out of the way castro you've got i've got today's story you've got today's story I what do. is it it is called eastern state penitentiary philadelphia okay um, it is the history of this penitentiary, and it comes from legendsofamerica.com. Nice. Um, just going to talk a little bit about the history, some of the things it's that went creepy. on there. And when you guys see the vi- the, pictures the pictures of this, you may recognize it. It is, it is crazy. Should open this before we get going. Probably. Just because when I get it. parched. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right, let's hear it. Let's go. So, Eastern State Penitentiary, Philadelphia. Eastern State Penitentiary. Penitentiary in Philadelphia is well known for several reasons. It was one of the most expensive uh, prisons ever built in the world and utilized as a radical philosophy. It housed some of America's most notorious criminals, and it is said to be most haunted prison in the country. The idea of a new type of prison system came about in 1787, just four years after the American Revolution was over. When important men gathered at the home of Benjamin Franklin to discuss a prison reform. At the time, the Walnut Street Jail was located directly behind Independence Hall and the conditions there were terrible. Men, women, and children who had committed a manner of, I'm sorry, all manners of crimes from anything from petty theft to murder were jailed together on what amounted to be a little more than dirt pens, which were overcrowded, disease ridden, cold, dangerous, and generally unsupervised. Abuse by both jailers and fellow inmates was common, and food, heat, clothing, or protection was only provided if the inmate could afford the price. Rape, robbery, and beatings were common practice, and it wasn't unusual for prisoners to die from cold and starvation. Obviously sounds like a great place to Yeah, I mean, you want to go vacation there? Uh, These abuses led to the formation of the of the Philadelphia Society for Alleviating the Ministry of Public Prisons, which met at Benjamin Franklin's house to discuss improvements and alternatives. One member, a prominent Philadelphia physician and signer of the Declaration of Independence named Benjamin Rush, called for a house of repentance rather than prisons where the named where the name penitentiary came from. So the House of Repentance is yes. the original that's the, way that's, of saying penitentiary. Right. Interesting. Uh, Rush proclaimed that the radical change was needed and believed that crime was a moral disease. Further, he suggested that a House of Repentance would be a place where prisoners can meditate on their crimes, experience spiritual remorse, and undergo rehabilitation. The plan was built around the idea of solitary confinement that would allow criminals to mediate on their crimes and involved no corporate punishments. The other men agreed, and the system, which became known as the Pennsylvania system, would be utilized at Eastern State Penitentiary and other facilities throughout the world. It's funny you already said it. They said they weren't going to have corporal punishments. Yes, yes. Just hang in there. Yeah. 
The men soon convinced the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and started their work on the Walnut Street Jail in on the Walnut Street Jail. In, 19, in 1790, a small penitentiary house with 16 solitary cells was built. The inmates were segregated by sex and crime. Vocational rock shops were instituted to occupy the prisoners' time, and much of the abuse behavior was abolished. But the, the, facil the facility was still <laughs> overcrowded, and the city's population increased, so did the crime. Though it would be... Though it would be decades before a new prison was built, the ground was broken for the Eastern State Penitentiary in a cherry orchard outside the city in 1822. Designed by British-born architect John Haveland, the penitentiary would be unlike any seen before, with seven single-level cell blocks, uh, I'm sorry, single-level cell block wings radiating from a central sub-hub which for which from which one guard could see down all of the cell blocks. So you're gonna we'll have a picture here. There's a picture, it, yeah. It, it kind of the way it looks, you're in it's like a half moon kind of thing. Yes. And you have like and you can three see straight down or whatever, however many lines go down, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it, like I we were talking about it earlier, and it's it's basically so it gives them a line of sight without nothing's having things out right. of sight, everything you can see. Right. And then the cells are off of those, which is Crazy. It's ominous. Yeah, it's it's creepy. Uh, it says, Haveland was inspired by the English prisons and asylums built beginning in the 1780s and gave it a neo-Gothic look. And we do have a picture of that it's as well. It's a castle. Yeah. It's basically a giant castle. Yeah. The building's imposing facade was meant to be intimidating. Although its battlements and windows were fake, its interior was di designed much like a church. Huh. Though it was seven years before it would be completed, the, penitent the penitentiary opened in 1829 with an initial capacity for 250 inmates. Each prisoner would have his own 8 by 12 foot cell, which featured central heating, a flush toilet, running water, a shower bath, a skylight, and a private exercise yard. The skylight was the only light that these prisoners were given. While they were in? Yes, while they are in their cell. Okay. Um, for the... From the minute the inmates entered the facility, they were kept isolated. They were escorted into the prison with an eyeless hood as placed over their heads. This is weird. Afterward, the isolation continued so that they could contemplate their crimes and read the Bible, which led to the penance and reformation. And the Bible was the only book that they could read. No Harry Potter. Right. And they also weren't allowed letters from friends and family. No Lord of the Rings yep. back then. No, no love notes, no nothing. Uh, to accomplish this goal, the inmates could not mingle with other prisoners or continue relations with friends and family. When they were outside their cells, they were required to wear masks to hide their faces in the privacy uh, uh, to hide their faces in their private exercise yards, which they were allowed to use one hour per day with minimized interactions with the guards. During their time in their cells, they worked on prison projects such as shoemaking or weaving. Their only contact was with the warden, who was required to visit every inmate every day, and the overseers, who were mandated to see each inmate three times a day, probably for food. Yep. But even this communication was made through a small portal where meals and work materials were passed. But just two years later, in 1831, it was already clear that the penitentiary would have to hold more criminals. Soon, second floors were added to all the wings. The same year, the first female prisoner was confined to the penitentiary. Hmm. In 1832, the first inmate made his escape from the prison. For some reason, this inmate was not entirely confined to solid, 
uh, solitude and served as the waiter the warden's waiter. He made his escape by luring himself from the roof of the front building. He was later captured and returned, but escaped in the same way in 1837. <laughs> I mean, if they're not going to fix it, right? why not try it again? By the time the original plan was completed in 1836, the building was the largest and most expensive public structure ever erected in the United States at the cost of $780,000, which today would be approximately $18 million. At the time, the cost was believed to have been the second only to the U.S. Capitol. Oh, geez. Yeah. The Pennsylvania system was opposed by the Auburn system, which known as the New York system, which held that prisoners should be forced to work together in silence and could be subject to physical punishment. The system was favored in the United States. Regardless of the cost and the disfavor by other systems, delegates from around the world came to study the radical floor plan and systems of solitary confinement, and it became the model for more than 300 prisons worldwide. Some were not so convinced of the method. Charles Dickens, after a visit in 1842, wrote critically, I am persuaded that those who design this system do not know what it is they are doing. I hold the slow and daily tempering with the mysteries of the brain to be immersely worse than torture of the body. So it was mentally torture. It was mental torture. Yeah, because if you can't to talk, if you can't talk to somebody, no interaction. You, you have no interaction. No fit. You don't see another person's face. You don't right. interact. That's like soul crushing. Yes. I mean, you have no relationship. That's and I think as as humans, we we need we, that. We absolutely yeah, we need, need that. Like. Involvement, Physical, mental, yeah. and all that you need yeah. all that stimulus, right? To be able to do that's it, that's like living in a void, yes, basically. Well, it gets better. Oh, oh uh, by the 1870s, <laughs> the prison needed more space, and four new cell blocks were added in 1877 between the existing wings. Before long, the individual, individual exercise yards were eliminated, and inmates exercised together, but they were still required to wear the masks and be silent. Though the reform plan of the Pennsylvania system called for no, no corporal punishment, this was not the case. Guard and counselors were known to have designated various physical and psychological torture regimens for various infractions. One of these, called the water bath, was subject, subjected inmates to being doused with water outside during winter months and then hung on a wall until ice formed on their skin. Holy shit. Another torture called the mad chair in which the prisoners were bound tightly for days until their circulation was cut off. The iron gag involved tying an inmate's hands behind with back or tied behind the back with chains trapped to an iron collar in the mouth, which caused the tongue to tear and bleed. And it's like this little plate you'll see. Yeah. There's a couple. There's a picture of the chair as well. Um, there's yeah, also a picture the, uh, yeah. of this. Under block 14 was dug an underground cell that was called the hole. Here, inmates would stay locked, sometimes for weeks, with no lights, no human interaction, and only bread and water to eat. Due to overcrowding, the Eastern State Penitentiary eliminated the Pennsylvania system of isolation and penitence in 1913. Afterwards, prisoners then shared cells, worked together, and even played in organized sports. By the 1920s, the prisoner the prison housed some 2,000 prisoners, and more cells were built, including some below ground. The windowless, the windowless cells then had nothing to do with penance and everything to do with punishment. By this time, every cell was called home to two or three prisoners. Oh, my gosh. In 1923, all female prisoners were removed and sent to a new prison in Muncie. 
1923, Leo Callahan and five accomplices armed with pistols successfully used a ladder they built to scale the east wall after holding up a group of unmanned guards. Callahan's accomplices were eventually apprehended, including one that made it as far as Honolulu, Hawaii. However, Callahan was never recaptured. Hmm. By this time, uh, the prison was also housing violent criminals and those sentenced to be executed. In 1933, a riot occurred in the prison over insufficient recreational fac- facilities, overcrowding, and idleness. During this event, inmates set fires to their cells and destroyed workshops. The very next year, another riot occurred, this time over low wages. The prisoners' short circuit electrical outlets started fires and caused other disturbance. In April 1945, 12 men escaped through a 97-foot-long tunnel built by Clarence Clindestine. I don't know. Clindestine. 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 I can't say his name. Who worked as a prison plasterer. The men were quickly recaptured and returned to the prison. In 1959, a new cell block was opened to house violent criminals. The last cell block to be built was was the only one with electric doors. Uh, through the prison house, those on death row, uh, though the prison house, those on death row, no executions ever took place there. In 61, an inmate named John Klasenberger tricked a guard into opening an inmate's cell, and he and other prisoners overpowered the guard to begin the largest riot in the prison's history. It took several hours for a large force of police, guards, and straight to- troopers to reclaim the prison. The riot fueled discussion to close the Eastern State Penitentiary, which has sin- since been renamed the State Correctional Institution at Philadelphia. In addition to overcrowding, the prison was badly deteriorating. It's just falling apart, basically, at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not 100 overcrowded. plus years. Yeah. Overcrowded and beat the <clears throat> shit. In January 1970, the prison closed and the inmates were sent to the State Correctional Institute at Greatford. After a riot at a prison in Holmesburg, the prison again housed some of those inmates. In 71, it was officially closed forever. Probably a good thing. I, you know what I was thinking is Clarence, he dug a 93-yard tunnel or 93-foot tunnel or whatever mm-hmm. it was. It, it, it sounds like the, the Shawshank Redemption. 97-foot tunnel. 97-foot. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like the Shawshank Redemption kind of thing, right? But he got it. He, he got, got it. And he got caught. He, they all, all of them got caught. Right. Yeah. And you're like, caught and taken back. He was a plasterer. Couldn't he have made the plaster heads, the plaster Paris or whatever. So that the hole was covered and they wouldn't know they went like, out. Or made the head and put and it in the And we do have bed. a picture yeah. of the hole with the guard in front mm. of it. <clears throat> Over the course of its 142 years, the penitentiary held some 75,000 inmates, including Prohibition gangster Al Capone and notorious bank robber Willie Sutton. More than 100 inmates escaped during this time, but all were recaptured except for Leo Callahan. Okay. He's the one dude that got away. one dude. While the prison was operating, two guards and several inmates were murdered within the walls. Other prisoners committed suicide and hundreds of others died from disease and old age. Uh, named a historical national landmark in 1965, the prison sat abandoned until after it Prisons had abandoned after it was closed, during which time it was heavily vandalized and trees began to grow in the buildings. The city of Philadelphia purchased the property, intending to redevelop it. Proposals included demolishing the building to use the site as a criminal justice center, a mall, a a luxury apartment complex. But in 1988, a task force successfully petitioned the city to stop pursuing development. In 1994, the Pennsylvania Prison Society opened the prison for historic tours. And ghost hunts. 
Right. Today, the Eastern State Penitentiary, kept in state of preserved ruin, continues to operate as a historic and uh, as a museum and a historic site. It's opened year round for tours, both day and night, and special events are held throughout the year. In addition to its long history, the penitentiary is said to be the most haunted prison in the United States. For years, it has been investigated by paranormal groups and has been featured in several television shows. Those investigators, staff, and visitors have reported dozens of paranormal activity and numerous sightings of ghost entities. One of the first stories told of gas, ghostly, ghastly, ghostly activity. <laughs> Same was, thing, yeah, ghastly, right. ghostly. Well, uh, ghostly activity was by famed Chicago gans- gangster Al Capone, who was housed in the prison for eight months in 1929 to 1930. Though he had the nicest cell in the prison, which we have a picture of that, which also included a desk, a lamp, a painting, and a radio, he said he was haunted by the ghost of James Clark, uh, James Clark, who was one of the victims from the St. Valentine Day Massacre in Chicago. Allegedly, Capone screamed every night in fright, screaming at Jimmy to go away and leave him alone. Interestingly, the Al Capone, we went to Alcatraz, yes. you and I, and the Al Capone cell there was awesome. Yeah. He had a TV. He got he special a, treatment he everywhere he go. Yeah. He had like... It was nice. He did. This one for was nice, today, too, for, for this standards. being out of sto- yeah, yeah, yeah. building up stones. So in the 1940s, both prisoners and guard began to have several unex- unusual experiences and unexplained sightings. Many of these events involved spooky shadows and unexplained noises. Today, many people have reported that cell block 12 is an area of high paranormal activity where cackling and whispers are heard and the apparition of a prisoner is seen. In cell block six, shadowy figures are often seen sliding along the walls, and the sounds of whispers, screams, and laughter have been heard. In cell block four, in cell block four, many have seen ghostly, anguished faces and hearing loud whispers. On one occasion, a locksmith working in the area who was removing an old lock from a cell door had a vivid experience. He described having felt as if he was overcome by a massive force and was unable to move or speak while distorted forms swirled around the cell block, one of which appeared to beckon to him. Many people have reported seeing the silhouette of a guard in one of the watchtowers. On the third floor, one cell block, numerous visitors say they've heard the sound of cell doors suddenly opening and then slamming shut. The catwalk is an area where many paranormal events have occurred. Here, a shadowy figure was caught on a video. People have felt extreme temperature fluctuations, and one visitor captured a male voice saying, I'm lonely on an EVP. Visitors and staff report disembodied screams, cries of pain, sadistic laughter, and whispers throughout the prison. Others have reported that the sound of cell doors, cell door handles jiggling, furniture being dragged across the floor, large objects rolling on the office, and ghostly footsteps. Many have seen orbs, streaks, and lights appear felt unseen people tapping them on the shoulder and get overwhelmed sensations of being watched and generally having feelings of dread. There's also one other ghost. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, they had one other ghost that they do see on there. Um, and you know, it, be, while you're finding that, yeah. could you imagine if they had torn this place down and put an apartment building on that? Oh, it would that have been like so haunted. It would have been kind of so thing, haunted. Right. So the last was uh, the last ghost that people have seen is called Pep the dog, and he's been reported to be seen and Aww. heard throughout the prison. Pep was given free reign in life to go wherever he wanted, and pleased, that's awesome. And thus is spotted in many different locations. See, you gotta like a, a ghost yes. dog. Yes, I mean, 
I mean, if you have to have all a ghost. All dogs go to heaven. If you have to have a ghost, let's but make he, it be a dog. He must have done something bad. So that is my story. It's awesome. The, uh, made me think of Eastern so, State Penitentiary. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. That was great. Um, it was great history. I mean, the ghost part was great, but it was kind of cool hearing about how penitentiaries <sighs> came about and what the thought process yeah. of rehabilitation was supposed to be. Penance. You're paying penance and, and you're knowing it was all crap. Reforming, you know? And they really just turn into torture. Well, because you as the person that has this idea may have the best laid plans, but the people come in and they probably get angry with the convicts or, you or know. who comes or, up again with like the thing that you put in your mouth yeah. to- Ties behind your hands, and those, and, and, and then you freeze somebody. Yeah, so nearly to death. You're almost causing like hyperthermia, hyperthermia or frostbite, yeah, possibly. And Pennsylvania is cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh's cold. I don't know. I think though that we should go find this place and do one of the night tours. It's in Pennsylvania. We could probably just Google it. It's probably right there. We'll find it. <laughs> but the other thing, just real quick, is it was made for what two hundred originally, yeah. and then there was two thousand yes. people in there. Yeah. So you think two, like a, a, a well, cell. they kept having to build it and build it. And right. I do have some pictures. Like they have a where it was just a single level, and it's just a single mm-hmm. row of cells, which was how it was initially and built. And then they started building. They like took the roof off and built and put the roof back on. So it's, I mean, it's crazy. And there's kind of cool. The pictures now um, are cool. I'm sure it wasn't cool when you it were a prisoner. It looks like an old school. Uh, but it's like kind of cool. I like how they're like, it's left in prehistoric ru- or uh, his- it's in ruins, historic, historic ruins. ruins. Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, yeah. um, I do think though, it could have been cool to make it a hotel with like oh, a paranormal dude, thing. Like, on. you know, you're going to come in. This place is wicked haunted, right? Wouldn't that be cool? Come stay the night if you dare. You're not getting your money back if you leave in the middle of the night kind of place. Nobody's nobody's going to bed. So basically just make it a place. I would go too. You'd I go would to totally. bed, Pete? No, no I, I would go and no, haunt you'd go all night. Because you'd want to be up all night and you'd have people I mean, at some point around. you have to fall asleep, but yeah. Sleep in the morning. I think I, so. Maybe I found you, this. Maybe you day sleep at a place like this. I feel like no matter what time it is of day, if the ghost is there, he doesn't give a crap what time it is. <laughs> it's true. So that's awesome. my story today. Thank you so much. Eastern State Penitentiary. Go check it out. If you can find it, you can Google it. You can do all those things. Yes. Really also, cool. go check us out on iTunes, Spotify. Like I said, give us a little thumbs up if you don't yeah. mind. Sharing is caring. We'll catch you next time. Cheers. Bye, guys. Love you. See ya.